Now today's top federal headlines. The military services and defense agencies ramp up migration to DOD's shared cyber infrastructure. The goal is to have all DOD-connected networks on the joint regional security stacks by 2019. The Army has done the most work of any of the services so far. JRSS has 160,000 users so far across six installations in the U.S. The Air Force is beginning operational tests to migrate to the new infrastructure now. The Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard have all said they will all also participate. How do you recover from a cyber attack? That's what the National Institute of Standards and Technology wants to know. NIST is asking for products and technical expertise to help it learn how agencies typically recover systems from backup storage after an attack and how they limit data corruption. It's drafting guidance for how to detect data corruption during recovery. The Office of Personnel Management has begun its search for a new CIO. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report. OPM posted a job announcement yesterday looking for a chief information officer to take the reins of its IT modernization program. The agency wants both an IT executive and a digital services expert. The candidate will be charged with continuing OPM's infrastructure modernization project, as well as updating mission-critical applications such as the retirement system. OPM has been without a permanent CIO since February when Donna Seymour resigned. Lisa Schlosser has been the acting CIO since March. Applications for the position are due by June 22nd. I'm Jason Miller. The Small Business Administration makes some adjustments to federal small business contracting regulations. A final rule published in the Federal Register looks to implement provisions of the National Defense Authorization Act of 2013. The rule changes SBA's regulations on non-manufacturer and business affiliation rules. It also allows joint ventures to qualify as small businesses. The General Services Administration extends its network enterprise contract with Level 3 Communications by three years. It was originally set to expire by May of 2017, but will instead go to 2020 now. Level 3 says GSA extended it to give federal agencies more time to move to the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions contract vehicle. A major defense contract gets an update as well. The Air Force boosts its contract with Boeing for its Joint Direct Attack Munitions tail kits from $1.7 billion to over $3.2 billion. The tail kits make bombs more accurate by allowing them to receive guidance from global positioning systems. USA Today reports over 20,000 missiles and bombs have been used in warfare against the Islamic State. The Defense Department launches a new campaign to get military members ready for major changes to their retirement plans. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has the details. Starting in 2018, DOD will make its own contributions toward service members' thrift savings plan accounts, partially replacing the pension system the military services have had in place for decades. The new campaign aims to help service members decide whether to stay in DOD's legacy pension system or transition to the blended system. The first course, launched on Wednesday, is designed for military leaders. A second version set for next January will include a calculator to help troops make their own decisions. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Navy Secretary Ray Mabus makes sure the branch considers mental health when it kicks sailors out of the service. He issues a new administrative separation policy which allows sailors and Marines who are discharged to be referred to the disability evaluation system if they have been diagnosed with a mental health condition. The Navy says this will ensure that if mental health contributes to misconduct, discharged sailors' benefits won't be affected. The National Institutes of Health has a big problem on its hands with some senior managers. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Eight top doctors and researchers write a tough letter to Director Francis Collins, complaining about how he handled results from an outside study of safety at the main NIH hospital. The Wall Street Journal reports Collins replaced three top hospital officials and reorganized management, prompting the revolt. 
The study followed discovery of fungus-infected medicine vials last year. Collins says he's taking staff complaints seriously. I'm Tom Temin. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.